Girl podcast is sponsored by ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. Got a poison emergency? The ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center is the best resource for any animal poison-related emergency, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. If you think that your patient may have ingested a potentially poisonous substance, call 888-426-4435. Today, we're going to be talking about the use of cathartics in the poison patient. First of all, what exactly is a cathartic? Well, it's defined as an agent for purging the bowel. Why do we use them? The reason why we use them in the poison patient is because they increase gastrointestinal speed and transit time. And this is important because we want to promote fecal excretion of the toxin. Remember that when we give activated charcoal, the charcoal has to physically bind to the toxicant in order to work. If it sits in the gut for a long time, in other words, if a patient has severe ileus, desorption can occur. And that's when the activated charcoal actually unbinds from the toxicant, which isn't helpful. So the reason why we give a cathartic is to basically decrease time for desorption of the toxin from activated charcoal and to decrease time for toxin absorption through the gastrointestinal tract. So what are the pros and cons of using cathartics? The most common type of cathartic that we use in veterinary medicine is an osmotic cathartic called sorbitol. This helps expose the poison from the gastrointestinal tract, and it's also a sugar, so it's sweet and masks the grittiness or the poor palatability of activated charcoal. Of course, keep in mind that Labradors and most dogs eat their own feces, so they don't really seem to care that they're sorbitol or that sweet taste in charcoal. When in doubt, we do generally recommend one dose of charcoal with a cathartic for the first time dose of activated charcoal. So yes, a dose of cathartic is typically warranted. What are the cons of using cathartics, however? Well, because sorbitol is such a huge molecule, it can actually cause free water loss into the gut. And with that comes hypernatremia. The way that I help reduce the risk of hypernatremia is I basically help prevent it by giving subcutaneous fluids and a dose of a potent antiemetic like moropitin, ondansetron, or dilazotron when I'm treating poison patients on an outpatient basis. This is important because it allows them to hold down water and stay hydrated sooner. Of course, we don't want to give cathartics if our patient's at risk for hypernatremia. Classically, a dehydrated patient, one that's fasted for 12 hours, one that we're MPOing, one that's vomiting, or one that may have free water loss from the body. Maybe they have diabetes insipidus or renal disease. When it comes to giving multiple doses of activated charcoal, the additional doses of charcoal should not have a cathartic in it. And again, we're trying to minimize that free water loss that can potentially contribute to hypernatremia. So, when in doubt, if you're going to buy two types of toxaban or charcoal in your clinic, you want to have the blue top and the red top. Again, the first dose should always have a cathartic. The remaining doses, if you're using multiple doses of charcoal, should not contain a cathartic. Most importantly, when treating the poison patient, be aware of the rare complications that can occur from the administration of activated charcoal with a cathartic, hypernatremia. And again, very easy to treat by helping keep that patient hydrated. Could be something as simple as subcutaneous fluids, an antiemetic therapy to help them return to a hydrated state sooner. 